0: Welcome to Whole Lotta Wolves, episode 39 of season 3. We're your hosts, I'm Joshua Buckley. I'm Paul LePage. Paul, it is the season finale Finally.
1: season
0: 3. Finally, (laughs) finally. And I must say, we wouldn't be able to do it without our great producer, Mr. Alex Patakis from New York. Alex,
2: you the real MVP, man. Oh, thanks, guys. We made it. We made it. (laughs)
0: for real though alex does so much work behind the scenes he edits uh all the stuff you know which is uh, a lot harder than you'd think so alex thank you so much for everything you brought to the podcast and of course paul the mind the brains behind the operation
1: uh always good to have another season with you buddy that's right It's been like the long, torturous season from hell. It feels like with that elongated break, but it's gone quick. That's uh, three seasons, man. It's uh, it's a lot. Yeah, I felt like this was definitely the longest season, though. Yeah.
0: But as we tend to do with our season finales, we have a huge panel of guests today. We're just going to have them introduce themselves, starting with Brian.
3: Hey. Hey, this is Brian Donnelly from Charlotte Wolves.
4: Chris Fisher in Fort Lauderdale, uh, part of the Florida Wolves.
5: That's Chris Wood from WWFC, Ohio.
6: of so like a station call name. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. Danny Paletti from Baltimore Wolves, president accounted for with a old gold Russian hand, despite the <laughs> lack of a win.
7: And uh, Todd DeWitt from Minnesota Wolves, uh, just a beer and some water because it is way too hot in my apartment.
0: You should walk outside in Houston if you think it's hot in your apartment. Woof. No, no, it's hot. No.
5: Yeah.
7: <laughs> Do well, I hear guys, you all have a dry heat?
0: Huh? Oh, dry be heat? Do you have a dry?
7: Yeah. No? No. No,
0: no, 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 no. Damn. No. We have like Texas might be miserable. No, oh, we'll yeah. have it during a good time. It'll be fine. We're not gonna have it middle of summer. Don't worry. So, Paul Paul once the schedule comes out, Paul will work on TexFest. Hope to see you guys and uh several of our other listeners. Come on, that would be a lot of fun. But uh so guys, season ended with that fantastic 5-0 beatdown at the hands of Arsenal. Uh who actually watched the whole game because I did not. I'm I'm just going to narc on myself. Paul, did you watch the whole game?
1: Uh I didn't rush back for the second half. <laughs> And I must have been about – I just got back in front of watching it uh, when they had the goal disallowed, and then I zoned out. I just had it on the background the last 10 minutes pretty much. That Everton game was exciting.
5: I saw a lot of (laughs) thumbs down. Chris, did you watch it? Chris Wood? I was working. So I caught caught most of it on Twitter and ESPN, the ESPN app. So I was working. So I'm like, I'm glad I missed it and i'm kind of glad that we didn't have to win that game to stay up. Yeah, exactly. Alex did you watch it? Uh, uh no. I mean, it
2: was on <laughs> the corner TV with no good sight lines at the bar i was at and i didn't go out of my way to sit near that TV. Just put it that way. Uh and with that
0: boys the 2022-23 Wolves season <laughs> has come to an end. Um let's we'll start off here with uh, Chris Fisher Overall season, how would you rate it on a scale of 1 to 10?
4: Oh, man, a 4? I mean, below the Mendoza line, if that's like, you know, ranking in the middle of the table, the 10, uh, finishing 13th, considering where they were on Boxing Day is incredible. It looks like at that point we were destined for a 1 on that scale of 10. But uh, with J-Lo coming in and, and grabbing the reins and turning this team around and at least saving us, uh, for, from relegation it's just huge and then you know i'm sure we'll get to all this i don't want to take anybody else's time but just the way the season ended not just with that loss but the speculation of j-lo leaving it's it's four out of ten is good for me
0: yeah danny what what's your rating one to ten?
6: Oh, uh i i would just steal four out of ten but i'll be slightly more positive and say five out of 10 just to capture the sort of uncertainty that I'm feeling right now. Uh, not really sure what the team is going to look like next year. I thought I had a good idea about a month ago and now it feels even less certain, especially with Lopetegui, uh, his future being uncertain. So um, yeah, a really forgettable first half of the season, some some decent stuff in the middle and then more limp finishing uh, like last year.
3: Brian, how about you? Yeah, I definitely would have to agree. On the plus side, having that, well, I guess you would probably what the third quarter of the season was wonderful, and that definitely buoyed it up. Um, but yeah, I mean, you probably you you can't go much higher than a yeah, probably put out of five because then you you still have there was a lot of time when it felt a lot worse and. <laughs> i think, danny you might have mentioned this a while earlier in the season being an american fan i never i've never gone through a relegation battle it is a very strange i don't know how to describe it, it was exciting and terrifying and stressful and <laughs> awful at the same time but then every time something good happened it felt like the doors were just going to open up and everything would be magical after that but i never quite got there
7: <laughs> how about you todd I'm going to go with a six. I'm going to be weirdly Whoa. positive. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I think the way that J-Lo just turned us around after that, after he came in, I think buoyed us enough to actually have a pretty positive season to take us from dead last. Like there was no hope for us to being very mid table six. Wow. Okay. So Paul,
0: now that the seasons uh, is over wolves are safe. Admit how worried you were at Christmas that wolves were getting relegated.
1: I wasn't so bad at Christmas time just because I had a lot of faith in Lopetegui. but I think as the if it was still in the the large games and <laughs> thankfully it all came to an end at, at that West Ham game. And I even saw someone post on Twitter today the lineup that was trotted out in that game. If that had persisted um, for even any longer, if we'd have even gone into that Christmas period with him still in charge, I think we would have been we be, would have been dead and buried. But I always had a, a good amount of confidence in Lopetegui, and then that kind of grew with the signings that were made. And thankfully, like two of those came through to be really solid. That's some, some bright spots from others as well at times. So that gave you the kind of confidence that we were going to be okay. And I'd probably be like Todd in, in terms of um, judging the season hmm. and, and even looking into the positives for next season until all this crap's come out with his future and everything being up in the air. And, and really just like Sunday summed it up really in the Brighton game. I really wish they'd have once they'd got safety really hammered home the point of who was sticking around and what they'd be capable of next season and really trying mm-hmm. to make a point. And it's been the opposite, whether that's a positive and he's learned something or we've seen from some of the teams that he's trotted out that a of those guys aren't going to be here anymore. And that's been reflected in the performances. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? But um it, it's definitely put a, a, a dampener on what should have been a more positive end to the season for certain.
0: Chris Wood,
5: what did you feel at Christmas? Did, did your gut tell you that wolves were getting relegated? I had a gut feeling that they might if stuff didn't change. I actually stopped wearing my wolf stuff because I was actually embarrassed. But I kind <laughs> of oh, wow. I, I kind of did it as like uh, very superstitious about certain things. If I know something's not going well, I stop what I'm doing, because I used to wear, you know, if, the, if they're playing at home, I would wear the home kit. If they were playing away, I, I would wear the away kit. I just stopped. Then once Lepateki came back in, I put my put my home, I put the, uh, the home kit on when they were playing Everton, even though they're playing away, but we were wearing the home kit at the time. I'm like, I look at my phone, I'm like, holy crap, we actually won it in the 95th minute. I'm like, I'm wearing my crap again. So I'm like, After that, I thought, I'm like, well, we might actually do this because I actually look at the graph. I'm like, we didn't make it uh, anywhere above 13th. But I'm like, I don't care as long as we hit 17th at the end of the season. I will be happy. But like the season as a whole, I would grade it as a five because this is not the worst Wolf season I've ever seen. I've been through three relegations and four promotions in my 19 or actually no, 20 years of being a Wolves fan. So solid five
0: would five, okay. So highest being a six, I think. Uh, you know, lopetegi would be sending Todd a gift basket for that one. But let's speaking of lopetegi I mean, guys, what are we to make about this? It's very clear he feels lied to and feels pretty pissed off about this whole FFP, um, stuff. Chris Fisher, I, I, we've talked a little bit, and we're we're both under the assumption that he's gonna leave
4: it's not a resounding like situation where he's definitely going to stay. You know, if you listen and you read a lot of, and I know we all do, if you look at a lot of the the reporting going on, apparently within the locker room, he's talking to players one-on-one, talking about next season and staying positive and and staying focused, but everything else he's putting out there. And for those that don't know, I spent 20 years covering, you know, as a sports reporter, Josh, you as well, you you Mm -hmm. spent a long time as a sports reporter. So Whenever a coach or a manager comes out and makes those type of statements talking <laughs> against the brass, it is not a good thing because it causes strife in the front office. Everybody's walking on eggshells at that point. J-Lo's got all the cards right now. He's holding all the cards in this situation. And it even looked uncomfortable from the, because I cut away from the game and didn't watch anymore. From the cuts that I saw between him and she when the camera panned to them, it didn't look that great. So I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But I, my gut tells me, Guao wow and Jeff Shear are not going to allow Lopetegui to dictate how um, they run their business and neither Fosin and all that. So J-Lo wants to win. He wants to add to, you know, his uh, basically the grandeur of what is his ego at this point and continue to add to that, especially with other teams that might come calling. So I just think it's a really bad situation right now for, for the Wolves faithful. Todd,
0: what's your gut feeling telling you?
7: I don't know. Reading everything in the papers and online, and it's hard. Like Where there's smoke, there's fire. But we're not behind. We're not in those conversations. We don't know exactly what's going on. Um, I do think there will be a lack of investment this summer, and I think it's less than what Lopateki was promised initially, but I don't think it's as bad as what a lot of us are reading into. Mm -hmm. Um, I, yeah, I'm not really sure what to think. I think Lopetegui will stick around for next season. Um, but I think it'll be another summer of budget signings to just try and keep us afloat for one more season. And then probably, hopefully a heavy investment next summer. Interesting. Danny, what do you think?
6: Yeah. I mean, all this stuff is what contributed to my, uh, feelings of uncertainty that is reflected in my five out of 10 score it's just uh you know as Todd was saying it's it's just hard to know really what's going on it because it all seems so strange I mean even if we accept that he wasn't told fully everything about our financial situation when he signed up which already seems pretty unlikely I mean that's kind of going to be his first question surely when we went out And made a bunch of signings in January, there would have been that conversation, you know, it's like, you're not telling me that someone would have said to him, okay, well, you can have Cunha for 40 million, but just know that in the summer, you can't do it again, or or whatever, like, whatever that would have been. Uh, And so that's why it's a bit confusing. Um, It's also like, especially muddled, because some of his statements about some of the players that he wants to stay, it, it just seems so odd, you know. When it's like, oh, well, these FFP things are stopping us from re-signing players, you know, like Diego Costa or I'd like Raul to stay or whatever. And it's just like, these are not the players that I'm that concerned about. Like, like if I fell asleep and woke up at the first game of the season and you'd said that, you know, half of the players were gone, but we'd made a bunch of moves and they were all fairly low uh, budget signings. That would make total sense to me, but the idea that we're at a some kind of impasse between him and Jeff She because we can't re-sign Diego Costa, that that part doesn't make a, that part doesn't make a ton of sense to me. So uh, it might just be because it's all well above my pay grade, but it just it's lending itself to a lot of confusion where it's just like I don't really know what's keeping this uh, keeping the ship afloat right now in terms of like a an overall plan for what we're supposed to do this summer
0: Paul how would you feel if your employer just like flat out lied to you like
1: it's appearing that they did to Lopetegui I think there's that that you'd love to be a fly on the wall in those discussions but you just think it's too it's not as simple as all of that in that they've courted him since day one since Foson took over he was the guy that they ultimately wanted and after all that time if they've got had to scrape the barrel to say oh yeah we we want you to come in and you're gonna have a war chest in Christmas and then yeah it's gonna continue into the summer but really they've got two fingers crossed behind their back and it's a big lie then I just don't see it um I think I'm I'm of the camp that there I I think there's a little there's probably posturing from from Lopetegui. I think it, it's really him being. I hope that that manager who really wants that overall control. Um, and I I I, I, I gen, I'm not sure if it's a power play even with Jeff She, that. It's Lopetegui or him. I'm, I, I don't even see that. Um, but then I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be surprised if some of the, the smoke around his departure turns out to be true, especially with some of those arguments that you do here if they have got themselves into the, the financial fair play mess. Ultimately, it's on his watch. And, and really, it's probably on him supporting Scott sellers and that infrastructure for so long and, and not making the change soon enough to uh Hobbs and Co so I'm again I'm I'm trying to be as positive as possible that loppertech is an, an elite coach and he really is he's putting his foot down and, and, and putting out the terms that he wants in in the hope that it's him stick around and if any departures they they're elsewhere
0: Brian. What do you make of all of it? Do you think that Lopetegi could actually leave?
3: I think he could. I mean, you see how many vacancies there are and how many situations there are in the Prem or in all the other big leagues where they could use someone like a lopetegi Or I think he could definitely have suitors. Um, I sure hope he doesn't. And I I do worry a little bit. I think, Chris, you hit on it really well that, I worry that he might be trying to play, you know, play chicken with Boson, And I, I kind of with you, I don't get the sense that they're the type who are gonna let a manager tell them what to do. Um but I sure hope he does stick around because I think he could really build something good with with what with the guys we have. And I think the system he has, I think, could really work well. But I, I do think if he wanted to leave their opportunities out there.
0: I feel like it's a rough spot because we can't really say that, well, Fosin refuses to invest because look at how much money they spent this last year. I mean, now, did they spend it well? Absolutely not. They were really bad about it. But, you know, they signed Guedes. They signed Big Sassy. They signed Nunes. Again, good moves? no. They put in a lot of money. Chris Wood, do you still think it's okay to say if Fosen doesn't make any decent signings this summer that
5: they refuse to invest in the club? They're going to invest in the club, just not the amount that we are hoping unless we, like I said, unless we, you know, I don't want to be a sell-to-buy club, but if we have to do it, we have to because, they're all. I remember people saying like, "Oh yeah, we we don't have enough money to re or to do tomatoes option." And then a couple of days later, tomatoes back for two two more years. I think they have to do some posturing where they have to rearrange some numbers and let's hey, we got to do this before we can before we can do this. And I also read somewhere that they're actually actively seeking more investment from an outside source, I'm like hey, we need mean more more money coming in from somewhere else, where it's not just all us putting the money. in. But I, I still think Lopetegui is going to stay. It's just he's not going to get the players he wants right off the bat like he did in the uh, in the winter winner transfer window.
0: So that leads me to our first game of the night, guys. And it All is, right. will they stay or will they go? So I've got a nice little spreadsheet, and we're going to put the results. Danny, I got the spreadsheet idea from you. So we're going to put the results on the Twitter account, and uh, then we'll track it throughout the summer and see how right we are. So I'm going to give you guys a name. You guys tell me if they're gone or if they stay, stay if they're a free agent. If they're not, you tell me if they're going to stay, be sold, and be or be lo- loaned out. That's worth one point. Now, if you also predict the team correctly that they're going to – That'll be worth 3 points. Ooh. All right? You guys ready? No. Okay, Paul, we'll start out with you.
1: Joao Moutinho. Uh he's leaving and he'll go back to Porto. Porto.
0: That is also exactly what I put, gone and going to Porto. Brian. Yes. What's your choice for
3: Moutinho? Oh, for for Joao, uh, I was going to say Sporting. Sporting. Like gone. Okay. Yeah.
0: Gone. Gone to sporting. Okay, Chris Fisher.
4: I was also gonna say sporting.
0: Okay. Sporting. Chris Wood.
5: Also sporting. Oh, okay. Danny.
6: Brent. Uh Jao's gonna leave on a free, but he's gonna go to uh AS Roma with uh Mourinho. Oh AS Roma. Interesting. And then, Todd, you're the last one.
7: Yeah, he's going to leave, and Romo's a good shout, but I'll say Sporting. Sporting? Okay.
0: Now then, it breaks my heart, Adama.
1: Paul? He's gone, and I will say Galatasaray. That's a good one.
3: Okay, Brian. I was gone. My first thought was Besiktas. Honestly, between that and Napoli, but I think Besiktas.
0: Okay. Chris Fisher.
4: It breaks my heart. He's leaving. Um, but I'm going to go with Napoli just because of Champions League opportunity and as well as they did in Syria this year. Okay, chance to be a champion.
5: Chris Wood. I was also going to say Napoli.
0: Napoli. Napoli is very popular. Danny.
6: Maybe I'll just keep going different, so it's not all the same answers. <laughs> but um, you know what? I don't think Napoli can afford him, and I actually think that the the Shiptas or Galatasaray are good shouts. But I'm just going to go ahead and say that he stays. Mary yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, the hair will be tight. blonde. The hair will be blonde.
3: <laughs> Only a little piece though, or the whole thing is going right now. It's like a little chunk. It would be the whole thing.
0: I think I think that's that's you know what I got here. Todd. Napoli. Napoli. Gone to Napoli. Yeah. I said I said gone and it pained me, but I said he's going to Al Ittihad to be with Nuno.
6: Oh, that's not bad. I'm surprised no one said yeah. uh, an NFL team like Chargers. Or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny. Who needs a running back? Yeah. Okay. Diego Costa. I'm going to say what I put. I said he's going to be gone and he's going to be playing for Orlando City of the MLS. Paul?
1: Ooh. Uh, he's gone and he's going to be playing. Beat soccer and Copa Cabana. I don't think he gets picked up. Free agent.
8: Yep.
3: Okay, Brian. Uh, I think he's gonna go back to Brazil, but I remember where was he before? Is it uh, Miniero? I don't think he'd be there. One one of the bigger clubs in Brazil. I don't really know. It's not uh, Flamenco. i'll say Flamenco. Flamingo. Fuck those guys. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. Chris
4: Fisher. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you dropped the first F-bomb because I was getting ready to play first <laughs> word here. Um, he will join us right down the road at Inner miami and teach a young Leo Campana how to be a shithouse.
8: Ooh.
0: Ooh. That's a good one. I like that. Chris Wood.
5: I think he's going to go back to Brazil, but I couldn't tell you what, what club he would go to, so I'm just going to say Santos. Santos, okay. Danny?
6: Yes, Paul stole my answer. He's he's gonna be gone, and he's gonna be on the beach somewhere. <laughs> so if you're writing in locations, I'll say uh, I'll say the Bahamas. I think he spent some <laughs> time in Brazil. He's gonna yeah. be somewhere other than Brazil.
7: <laughs> Todd, yeah, I think he's gone and just retiring on a beach somewhere.
6: Although I'll say my favorite answer is coming to the MLS because I would go to every game I can oh, that he's yeah. playing in, <laughs> like. I, I mean,
0: I honestly, I was looking at the standings, looking at, you know, trying to think who's got some money, who, um, uh, who's having trouble scoring. I, I thought Inter-Miami, like you, Chris, and I went ahead and just said Orlando City because I was like, yeah, I feel like, you know, they can, um, they could probably afford Acosta. I think it would be fun. It would be interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I this like- is
6: all fun and games until he comes here and then he breaks Yerson Mosquera in half. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is true. (laughs) Okay, guys, those were the people there, you know, free agents. Now we get to the painful stuff. Are they keep, sell, or loan? Ruben Neves. Paul?
1: Sell. To who? Uh, The moving pieces means he ends up at Arsenal. Arsenal? Interesting,
0: Andrew Smith told me he knows a guy who knows a guy who said Liverpool, and I said, Brian.
3: So I just don't want it to be Barca. Um, I'm going to go left field, Dortmund. Ooh, that's interesting.
0: Okay, Chris Fisher.
4: Um. I honestly think the best move for Wolves, as much as it would pain me, is to sell him to Liverpool because I think they've got the most amount of money to spend, and if we whatever wherever we can maximize his value, of uh, you know monetarily, that's where we have to go with. And I, I really don't want it to be Barca. I don't want a player for player trade scenario.
5: Yeah, for somebody who doesn't want to be here, Chris Wood sell, but I'm going to say somewhere in Italy, so I'm going to say maybe Juve, because okay. I know the Barca, because I don't want them to go to Barca. I want them to go abroad, but I don't want them to go to Barca. Then we did, and then we, get, and then we find, end up getting no money for yeah, <laughs> them. Yeah, that's true.
3: Exactly Danny? why I don't want to go to Barca either. It's just Monopoly money. <laughs> they don't mm-hmm. pay their debts.
0: No, they are not the Lannisters. No. Danny?
6: <laughs> um. It's funny, you know, my uh what I what I want to happen even though I love him is for him to be sold somewhere because I think it helps us refresh our squad and it's not so much that I think we play way better without him but more just that like we need to start evolving and as long as he's here and we're not getting that money in we might have more trouble doing that. Uh so weirdly, you know, my head says that I, I'm not certain that anybody comes in for him that actually plays champions league football um but i'll uh, i'll stick with chris wood's answer and say juve because i like i don't see barca doing it the 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 financial the manager does not want him. The manager doesn't <laughs> want him it's just it's all weird to me to like force this thing through for him to just play champions league football at a place where the manager doesn't like him um so yeah, I'll I'll say he goes to Juve, but there's like a secret part of me that thinks that like he ends up staying and it ruins our whole transfer window for it. <laughs> like we'll all be thrilled what? that he's still here, but like we won't have done any of the things that we need to do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh Yeah, I feel like the Mendes thing is where Bars is coming from.
7: Uh Todd? Yeah, I man, I have a sneaking suspicion that he's going to stick around, but uh kind of like danny i'd like to see him sold somewhere and i think it's either gonna be oh manchester united or newcastle ooh we'll pick one okay uh we'll do united united okay
0: raul oh, i
7: know <laughs>
0: where is where is raul going Paul? Oh. I mean, the, the report came out that Lopetegui said, oh, he's still under contract, which I love the, the, uh, the photo that Talking Wolves used with that Raul, where, where I was looking at him like, are you serious, man? Like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> so, Paul, what's happening with Raul?
1: Raul goals, and I steal what you said, and we'll bring a little local flavor, and he ends up at Houston Dynamo. Oh, my God. That would be so incredible.
6: That's gonna make Tax even better. Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, we'll have, we'll
0: definitely schedule it when there's a uh a Dynamo game too. That'd be so sweet.
3: Brian. Can I pause the game for a quick sec? Yeah, It's just a fun fact about the name Dynamo. I learned this uh last year. So in the Eastern block, all the club names are based off of original unions. So each club, like all the ones like Locomotive, Red Star, Dynamo, mm-hmm. are all from different kinds of jobs. In Dynamo or KGB?
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> I did not know that. That's good.
0: Do 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 do.
3: There you go. The more you know. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um. But anyway, where do I think he's going? Or does he stay? Uh, Inter Miami. I like the mm-hmm. show. Okay. I'm
0: thinking MLS here, mm-hmm. huh? Um. Chris Fisher.
4: We well, you would the- you
0: would be oh, cool. all That's about cool. it if he went to enter Miami Christmas. I, I would
4: absolutely love it. It would allow Daniela to go back and do her soap operas because we have <laughs> right down the road. But I think he ends up and 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 Josh, you, I'm, we all have. We've all watched games where he's playing for El and you know the boo <laughs> came out a lot whenever he would was on the pitch. So I'm a little hesitant on this one, but I think he ends up at Club America. I think they go back to Mexico where they're happy, around their family. I think Rawls surrounded by family and just goes back home to Mexico.
0: That's exactly what I had written down to, selling,
5: going to Club America. Chris Wood? So I'm going to say he's probably sold, but um, I'm going to say one of the Texas clubs probably, so I'm going to say Houston. Houston, golly, that would be so incredible, Paul. My nipples get hard just thinking about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Danny, you <laughs>
6: um, Yeah, I think I think he's moving on. Although you know, while we're talking delusion, you know, there's there's like a small part of me that wishes that Lopetegui sees something. He's like, this guy's right on the verge of a comeback. You know, like I want him. And there's some like alternative universe where he stays, <laughs> and we all think like this is an insane decision and then he scores 40 goals next season or something <laughs> uh, that's boot. not happening so uh what's going to happen is that he's going to get sold and in order to be different i'm going to say that he's going to further break your heart and he's going to go to dallas
0: i knew you were going to say that <laughs> I Knew you were going to say that <laughs> todd if you say minnesota
7: wow. uh <laughs> no,
3: it's too cold. Absolutely not.
7: They don't invest that kind of money. <laughs> he, uh, I he think might go be... to Denver. <laughs> oh man, if there's a if we're talking delusional, a rowel to rapids would be oh <laughs> just amazing. That's not happening, but I can dream. uh I actually think he'll leave and go to LaFC. LaFC,
0: oh that's, that's a good, a good one. one too. That's, that's a really good, good. So all of us think he is done with Europe. <laughs> <laughs> that he's coming back to North America that's interesting I think
3: we all think Europe is done with him unfortunately
0: yeah yeah plus I mean the the whole family thing too it is um you know family's a huge deal to him and I know he has a bunch of friends in Houston him and HH or like BFF and um or going to Club America this one I think will be fun what do we do with Daniel potence I said they sell him to Brentford because that's the type of little shit he is going to Brentford, where they love the you know flopping and the dark arts. So I said Brentford, Paul. I'm not willing to bet on it though. So you know,
1: sure.
0: Ivan uh, Ivan Tony probably shouldn't throw some money on it. I'm not willing to bet on that just
1: yet. He's he. Probably a, a one if he does go, probably chance to to get some money in. So I'm I'm taking a deal. Where where is he going to command? I can't see him staying locally in 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 England. He's going to go to a mid-range, uh, probably Europa League type club. So. Screw it! Let's go off the wall and send him to the villa like Dendonka. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
6: that's actually what I was gonna say. Oh, oh, that's great. Well, Danny, you're saying you're saying villa. Yeah, I'll jump in line and say I actually think that that somehow makes a ton of sense in my mind. I can't explain it, but it makes so much <laughs> sense, and he would become the ultimate villain. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be a that would be a pretty good Brian.
3: I'm going to go put it at someone who needs some potential scoring threat but is terrible at actually managing their money, Everton. <laughs> Not bad. I love these answers, man. Anybody Chris remember
6: Fisher? that Ruben Vinagras is still there? Oh, yes, yeah, is. yeah, yeah. He <laughs> still is.
0: Oh, Captain Stepover. Considering
4: his propensity to... Put on a banana hammock and take uh, glorifying pictures of a very short man in stature. And I don't mean himself personally, just the other short man on him. Uh, I'm saying he ends up at Nice <laughs> and <laughs> patrols the Mediterranean there, taking selfies.
0: Interesting. Interesting.
5: Chris Wood? I'm going to say he goes to Forest. Goes to Forest. Oh my God.
0: Can you imagine? <laughs> Cam and Gibbs yeah. White coming into Molyneux. Oh, Jesus.
3: That will be a hot ticket. Out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that'll be
7: a really hot ticket for a game. Todd? Um, I think he's going to go to Monaco. We sell him and he goes to Monaco. Monaco.
0: Okay. So nobody yeah. thinks Podence is here next year. I think that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now it gets a little tricky. What happens to Matthias Nunes, Paul?
1: Mateus Nunes, the rumors were true that he's being flipped in a season and he's destined to go to Liverpool and we'll make a profit on our on the deal and that will fund our summer spending. I would be A okay
0: with that.
3: <laughs> Brian? I think he stays. I think there's more in there, and I don't think he showed enough consistency for one of the bigger clubs to come in to try and put him in there. But Liverpool could make sense just because they need more help, midfield help, and I think could fit there, but I do think he stays. Interesting. Chris Fisher?
4: I'm really curious to see if Liverpool try to work a package deal and get oh. Neves and Nunez for, say, $90 million, $100 million, maybe, um, I know Nunez probably isn't worth, you know, the 50 million mark right now. And, and Nevis stock has dropped uh, significantly lately, but uh, I, I wonder if they'd come in and try to negotiate that deal to bring them both over, but I don't see him leaving because he was able to play so well, open up space out there on the outside without Nevis being there. I think Lopetegui saw it and uh, they, they need somebody to be the marshal on that line. Um in the midfield next year. So I think that's gonna be Nunez, and I think he stays.
0: Man, if Liverpool gave 90 million for Neves and Nunez, I
5: would
4: bite I your freaking ticket. hand off for that.
5: <laughs> Chris Wood. He stays. He stays. I think I think if uh if Neves if obviously Neves is probably gonna go. He need they need somebody in there with more level head, cause if you put Jao Gomez in his spot, you need you need somebody else out there with them just to keep mm-hmm. keep the line going because La is going to take over Nevez's role when like being the actual central defensive midfielder. Then I just think you need another level, level head out there.
3: Yeah, could you imagine a Lamina Mina, Bubakar, and um, Joao Gomez midfield three? It would just be like. Four automatic a game. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Why'd well, be a giant brick brick brick, brick like wall the
4: though? Going out there and playing you know soccer. It yeah. would just clobber everybody.
0: I think that uh would also lead the league in yellow cards. Oh yeah.
4: We already
5: <laughs>
6: did that. Yeah. <laughs> Danny,
0: what to make of
6: uh, Matthias? I I'm going mostly along with Chris Wood on this one I think he stays there's like a there's a part of me that thinks that maybe we could flip him quickly and like you if somebody were to give us 90 or 100 for him and Neves I would take it an instant because there's definitely a school of thought where if we could get even close to that amount of money for him and then you bring in Alex Scott who has been linked to us from the championship uh, for much less money that would be a pretty smart deal Uh, but I think For me, the smart money is on uh, he's probably going to end up staying. And similarly, I think we need that depth in midfield because our midfield has a ton of yellow cards in it. And (laughs) they're going to be serving some accumulation of yellow card suspensions.
7: Yeah, I think so. Todd? Yeah, I think he stays. But if he plays well enough the first half of the season, I see him going in in January.
0: Oh, that's interesting. I could see that too. Alex, I know you like Matthias kind (laughs) of what do you think's happening with him
2: i think he's there i think he stays yeah uh i think he stays and then hopefully a calendar year later finally plays a position he's comfortable playing um he does seem to kind of be a part of like the core of like the vibe squad on this team (laughs) you know he's like in all the instagram stories like he seems like he's happy enough there um, like you know, every time you look at Diego Costa's Instagram, it's like Matthias, like flicking people off at a barbecue or whatever. Like, <laughs> I'm here for that. He doesn't seem like someone who's miserable in Wolverhampton. So,
6: can the club yeah. just pay Diego Costa to continue living around Compton and, <laughs> and just be part of the vibe squad? He should yeah.
2: be part of the social media team. Like, honestly, right. like he's kind of doing that already. The a
6: paid coach. member of a social media team in <laughs> the Premier League ever. <laughs>
0: which speaking of you know Matthias and diego costa's instagram what was up with that creepy ass photo that they uh posted uh on instagram where i don't know what somato is covered in and huang has a boxing glove on one <laughs> no, hand so
5: he's, he's covered in soap
6: he just jumped yeah. out of the shower right into the picture
5: yeah As
4: somebody who lives in south florida you know, it is Pride Month here, boys. Maybe they're getting ready for a conference <laughs> shoot.
0: Maybe. Yeah. I mean, Nunez had no shame. He is definitely just like, I'm just gonna wear the banana hammock. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that that photo was very interesting. Um, okay. I think Matthias is sold to West Ham. I think West Ham's gonna have Ooh. some money and um Gil Desperate. And I think uh Matthias. Probably is going to hope to move to a better locale like London and hope to rebuild his form uh, to get to Liverpool eventually. So that's why I said. Okay, uh no, wait, 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 wait,
5: oh. wait Josh. I uh-huh. was going to say, if West Ham do win the Conference League, then I could see that. They have to win Unless the Conference League. Plus with Declan Rice, first. too. Hmm.
0: Yeah. 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 So, about that? um Noree. I think he's going on loan to Lyon. Paul, what do you think?
1: I think he stays. I think he's okay. here for development, and they've seen that they've seen enough in him. Plus the deal that they've got with his rights and the fifty percent. I think there's there's too much at stake for him to to walk and potentially take a loss on.
0: Yeah, that 50% is is definitely key in all of this. Uh Brian. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I'm to you on the thinking of that they can't really sell him for what they would get enough to make it worth it. Um, but I do kind of like your loan idea because obviously Lil Pateggy doesn't like him. So yeah. <laughs> I'd send him to Marseille. Marseille. I like that. I don't know who they have in left back, but that seems like a good spot.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, Chris Fisher.
4: I have a hard time parting with, and I know he hasn't seen the pitch a lot lately, but I still think he's the best left back that we have. I mean, if you look at what he did against most this year, um, his ability to bring up the ball, even, you know, he was tested out playing on the top line. So I I think he's, he holds a chance to play multiple positions. And I think that's too much in a team that's really struggling with salary right now to give up. And I, I think he's here next year.
0: Chris
5: Wood. I think he stays. He's too valuable as a squad player. Like like what Chris Fisher said, he, he played multiple, multiple, multiple positions. I think he might play at on um, actual wing, not a wing back a couple of times a season, but I think he stays.
0: Mm. That's an interesting thing, moving him to, to winger. Danny?
6: I agree. I think he stays. Um, first of all, he's probably not on a ton of money, and uh, any fee that we get for him, uh, I think we have to give like 50% back to Andre. Yeah, 50%. Um, yeah. There's a buyout, but obviously you trigger that buyout clause if the amount of money that you would get exceeds that amount. So, and that's probably not going to be the case. Also, I just think like he played so much in the last couple of years that we think of him as being older than he is, but he's the same age as Luke Cundall. So for someone like Lopetegi to think like this is a guy for the future, that's pretty reasonable and we can all see what talent he has. So like mm-hmm. to me, him and like, even though they're very different players, very different talents, you know, him and um, him and Nunez in some ways are similar in that you think like, well, yeah, we could sell them this season, but if they have a halfway decent season next year, then we could probably double our money. And there's not really a downside to that. So I definitely think he stays.
0: He has never been the same since man city rumors came out a year and a half ago. <laughs>
7: Todd? Yeah, I think he stays. I think we just need that squad depth. All right. Pedro Neto. I think he stays
0: just because he doesn't have much value right now. But is there anybody by raise of hands that thinks he is not staying? All right. Everybody thinks Neto's staying. Um, Okay. What about Johnny?
8: Paul?
1: He's gone. Yeah, going, where is he going uh, to? He's gone to Spain. N- not sure who, um, but yeah, he's gonna finish up over there.
0: How many years? What he had two years left on his contract. So you think we'll be able to get anything off of him?
1: Yeah, I think they'll they'll be they'll be a token amount, three million ish.
0: Okay,
3: Brian. Yeah, I'd agree. I was trying to think what's like a. A solid, like, mid-level Spanish club. I put Valencia in well, my um, predictions. I was going to say uh, Villa wide. Okay. Sure.
0: <laughs> okay. Um Chris Fisher.
4: I am going to Valencia, so that's kind of ironic, Josh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you can say hi to Johnny if
5: he's there. Chris Wood? I think he goes back to South Vigo. Hmm. And I actually got to meet Johnny when uh, the first season they uh that he after right after he got signed, I met him in the uh, club shop. And he actually scored later that that weekend. Was he a nice guy? Yes, he was. I you know I tried to speak Spanish to him, but I'm like I think I'm uh, more Mexican Spanish versus Spanish Spanish <laughs> Mexican Spanish. <laughs> like it's not Zaragoza, it's <laughs> Zaragotha. Oh. Uh... <laughs> Or like it's not Bar- uh, Barcelona, it's Barcelona.
6: <laughs> Danny, yeah, I think he goes, especially since, as far as we know, he's part of the sort of old guard of the like the whatever the leadership group within the locker room was that was unhappy under Lodge. I just think that a lot of those guys are probably feeling pretty burned out. Um, so yeah, he definitely goes for a nominal fee, uh, and Chris Wood knows what he's talking about. He met the guy, so I'll say Celta Vigo, (laughs) too.
7: Todd? Yeah, I can't imagine he's sticking around for another season. I think he's going, and he is going to Mallorca. Okay. I
0: put Huang on the list just because there are rumors. I don't think he's going anywhere because they're going to Korea. That would be, like... Really one of the stupidest moves ever. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anybody raise a hands that thinks Huang's leaving? No, no, I thought not. No. I, that just blows, no. that just, some of those rumors right there really shows you how people don't use common sense at all. It's like, oh yeah, they're going to sell him to, you know, Newcastle for, when they're about to go on this, you know, money-making tour. Get get out of here. No, Well, way.
3: they're going in July, right? They can still sell him in August. <laughs> Yeah. So true. get then, when you get two, you know, two sets of cash, I mean, you're <laughs> gonna say no if it was like 25 million. What did it come in on? 12, 14?
0: I want to say it was 11 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Huh.
3: So if, if they give you 25, but we keep, you come back from Seoul, I'm not gonna lie, 25 sometime. would be a lot of money.
0: I, <laughs> <think>. <laughs> I take that. Okay, this one should be an easy one um that he's going however how is he going and that is Guedes,
1: Paul. all i think we are screwed with him given the amount that we paid so uh it's definitely a loan somewhere and you're just crossing your your fingers toes and everything else you can cross that there's some <laughs> obligation to buy for a, a decent return if not to make uh not to make any money on him at least try and amortize the amount that'll be left on his contract
0: any guess on where he'd get loaned to
1: uh no I'm I'm thinking Mendes carousel is this one it's got all the makings of it but I'm not sure where all those moving pieces would fall okay.
3: Brian yeah you gotta
1: extend the loan I
3: Probably is back to Benfica. My I guess. The guys just had a rumor that they're they're looking at trying to extend the loan deal because he's on like a he just had surgery again on his knee, didn't he? I don't yeah. know how long yeah. he'll be out for. That dude is damaged goods. Yeah, I also put Benfica.
0: I think uh, Chris Fisher.
4: Yeah, I'm I'm Benfica all the way. I mean, and that's the that's the crap thing is this injury because not only will they not make any money on the situation, but just the fact that. If it does impede whatever he's capable of doing next season, it's going to hurt the value next year. So this is going to be a compounding situation. You got to hope that he comes out of this injury okay.
5: Chris Wood? He's going back to Ben Benfica on loan after, his, uh, after he re-recuperates re, from his surgery. Yeah. Danny?
6: Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the group. I think he goes back out on loan to Benfica. There's like maybe a small chance that we are able to pull the wool over someone's eyes and get like a, a loan to buy situation somewhere else. But that seems, I mean, that would be great because then you sort of lock that in regardless of what happens in the following year. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Benfica is probably the the same choice.
5: They'll probably put, put, put an option to buy, not an obligation. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So we know how well those work. <laughs>
2: yep.
7: <Yeah. laughs> Todd. Yeah, I think he's he'll go back out on loan. Um, probably to Benfica, but um I think one of the, the clubs that just staved off relegation or are coming up from the championship might take a chance mm. on him. Ooh. Um because he has scored goals in the Premier League one. Can we convince the forest <laughs> to take him? Uh.
0: Can you imagine if he was miserable at Wolverhampton? Can you imagine, you imagine
3: him in town? Yeah.
5: Oh, yeah, Luton town. Yeah. Yeah. He could probably live in London, though.
6: Send him up north to Sheffield. Oh.
5: Brutal. Okay. This one's going to be
0: controversial, I think. Fabio. What's it going to be, Paul?
1: He goes on loan again. To where? Mm, that's a tricky one. I'm going to say that this is pretty left field, but I think he gets the season in the championship, and he goes to Leeds.
0: Ooh, okay, interesting.
3: Brian, uh, I'm trying to check. Where did PSV end the season in the Eredivisie?
6: Second place?
3: Second place. So they're going to be... What was that? Europa League?
6: Because
3: mm-hmm. I think... Oh, yeah. Ajax was third. Oh, I was going to say Ajax, but... I think he'll go back to PSV. For a season. PSV. Okay. For a loan.
0: I said a loan to Ajax, which I think it's stupid to loan him out. Just sell him if you're not going to bring him back, but... I don't think they'll make the right decision here. Chris Fisher.
4: I think if J-Lo is still in charge and considering the budgetary restraints, um, he's he's back with Wolves, and that's where I'm hoping he is. Uh, he's I think he's at least 10 goals next year. I'd love to see him paired up with Cunha. And I think the biggest thing is if um, you're going to put him out on loan, I put him in a shithole city where Wolverhampton looks amazing. So that's the kid <laughs> Shit about oh I love it here and I love it there and I know a lot of that is just taken out of context <laughs> oh, I would love to see him honestly paired up with Diego Costa to maybe be, teach him a couple of things and if we can get Costa cheap um have Fabio there have Sasa there and uh you know bringing a new wave with Diego kind of being the leadership source and obviously we already spoke, spoke about you know the vibe so um we need that so I, I like to see Fabio back with Wolves
0: Interesting, uh, Diego Costa mentor. Who would have thought?
4: Chris Mental Wood? skills
0: coach, yeah. <laughs> <Chris> <laughs> Wood?
5: I think he stays, but if he does go out on loan, it's wherever Rude Van Nistelrooy ends up. But I couldn't tell you where he's he's going since he quit, uh, Fanord or PSV or wherever he was. Okay,
0: all righty, Danny.
6: Yeah. Um, so get ready for some more delusion. (laughs) Okay. Um, I really love Paul's answer of sending him out on a loan to the championship because that sounds actually what would make the most sense in terms of developing him as a player. Uh, I actually think that he wouldn't mind that that much, especially since it looks like the PSV crew is not really going to all be there. So like when he said that he'd love to stay, you know, that was based on all the vibes that he had over there with Javi Simmons and whatnot. Looks like that's not, and Rude Van Nistelrooy, it looks like that's not going to be going around. So, like, I think he wouldn't mind that. Um, but I will say that Fabio Silva is going to play for Wolverhampton Wanderers next season. And while I'm living in a dream world, he's going to bring Javi Simmons with him.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> and also Fabio Silva is going to scol- score over ten goals next season, and Josh is going to have to tuck into some humble pie. <laughs> again, again, I don't want him to leave. I just think he's going to.
3: <laughs> Todd, can we get a similar bet with the uh, oh, with the, the hair? So <laughs> grow it out. So, so Josh will like to grow it the whole season, <laughs> <laughs> and just get the yeah. braids going by the time the end of the season goes. If so he gets more than ten goals,
7: oh, Bobby has got the tiniest braids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not a good look. <laughs> I would love to see Fabio come back and play the season with us, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think he'll be sent back out on loan. And I love Paul's idea of sending him to the championship. Send him to Stoke. Like a <laughs> mid, mid-table team. That's going to be like fighting for everything. Stoke isn't a great spot to go on holiday. Stoke or Birmingham
5: City. (laughs)
0: Wow. I like that, though. That's interesting. Okay, guys. Max Kilman Is he going to be the surprise that helps the funding, Paul?
1: He is. He's going to go to Newcastle. Newcastle.
0: I thought about saying Newcastle. I ended up saying Man United to replace Harry Maguire. Brian?
3: I want to say he stays, but I think you're right. I do like your Man United shout. I'll go with that. Okay. Chris Fisher? Make room for Toti. Yeah.
4: (laughs) I really, I mean, could you imagine Sven Botman and Kilman in the back for Newcastle?
3: Yeah,
0: I could. I could because that's well, what I would yeah, wolves I'd to ask have.
4: that would be. Um, I do like the Manchester United call there. Um, I think we're just testing out Nate Collins, but uh, if, if the finances are there, you know, if somebody's going to, willing to pay over 30 million, I think Kilman's not going to be wearing the old gold next year and uh, he'll move on to the Red Devils, Man United. I think Josh, you got it right.
5: I hate, I hate that I'm right about that. <laughs> Chris Wood? I think he stays, and since Nevin's probably going, it's either him or Dawson's going to be captain next next season. So I think he stays. Okay. Danny?
6: Yeah, the, the Newcastle and the Man United shouts are so good for totally different reasons. Him going to Newcastle makes actual good sense because <laughs> I think a back two of him and Botman would not be that bad. Meanwhile, the hymn to Man United makes total sense because to replace Harry Maguire, not only would he replace him in the back line potentially, but also replace him as a scapegoat that Man United fans would immediately hate as soon as he made a mistake. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, both of those are extremely tempting as options. Uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to say that he stays. Obviously there's definitely the possibility of a surprise that, uh, that he goes for bigger money than we ever thought. But uh, but I think he stays.
7: Todd? Yeah, I think he stays for one more season. But if he goes in the summer, um, I think he'll move somewhere where it doesn't make any sense for him. Uh, and that'd be Chelsea. Mm.
4: <laughs>
7: because they just because love to throw around money, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, they love throwing around money. Yeah, throw some our way.
0: and last but not least Jose Saw Paul what to make of Mr. Saw
1: he goes I think and I don't know where based on funds but I'm going mid-tier European League if we bought him from a Greek team I could see him going back there or um probably back to the Portuguese League, wherever there's a fit. Okay. Brian?
3: I think he stays. I think he showed, I think he played way over his actual talent level his first season and below it this past season. So I think another year to show where that skill level really is is uh is where it'll be and then probably move on after that okay
0: chris fisher
4: i think he takes his talent for flying elbows to the ufc for 298 <laughs> the uh, but no i i honestly think uh they will explore options for bringing a new starting goalkeeper i think it'll be too expensive so inevitably he'll end up staying
8: okay
5: chris wood I think he stays, like what uh, Brian was saying earlier. He created above and beyond his first season. Second season was below par, but he did he did have that fracture in his hand for about mm-hmm. most of the season. So I think that affected his playing. But I think he stays for next season. Okay, Danny.
6: Yeah, I think he stays, and and for similar reasons to Chris Fisher, I think it's just uh, it's not. A priority position for us and when you think about trying to upgrade i mean i know we could probably get a similar goalkeeper with a different style maybe but like you know in terms of like definitely upgrading i think it's just too big a risk and you might as well keep him around i think he stays you know danny for somebody that thinks the squad
0: needs a refresh you sure have a lot of these guys staying <laughs>
7: <laughs> Todd. Yeah, I think he stays, but I think there will be offers for him to go. Um, one of those uh, to be Burnley. Mm. Coming up from the championship, need to replace their keeper. I mean, for all his faults, Jose Saw is a solid keeper. Yeah, you know who else needs but... to
6: replace their keeper? Probably Nottingham Forest. <laughs> oh gosh, God.
0: <laughs> I said, I said, I think they would sell him. And I kind of had Todd's point of uh, thinking. I said Sheffield United, I think, uh, Mm -hmm. is where he goes. They've been – still haven't recovered from Ramsdale. um, Or not Ramsdale. You know who I'm talking about. But, yeah. Um, So, yeah.
4: That's my question. Is he a fit? I mean, if we're trying to play the ball out of the back so much, I mean, he definitely squabbles when he's got the ball at his feet. So Mm – I just don't know if Lop sees him as a, as a fit with the club. And that's what concerns me, considering the financial aspect.
0: I, I agree, too. He acts so scared when the ball's at his feet. It's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Alrighty. Okay, guys, I'm going to – these are saved. They're locked in. And we will see who had the best predictions for the
5: ch- summer transfer window early. We're not going to do or- – we're we not gonna do the big elephant in the room, Connor Cody. <laughs> okay, yeah. I didn't even think about it. Connor Cody. <laughs> Somebody That's was gonna say one, I was, I was waiting I was waiting for it and I'm like, it never came. That's what she said.
0: Uh okay, Chris Wood, I'll let you start off then. Where is I, does
5: he come back? I he, he comes back, but he goes straight out on loan to uh Sheffield United. And the thread—that's the answer. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah.
5: Everybody- it's it's it, it's, well, it, it, it's one of his former clubs, so might as well.
0: Does anybody think he comes and stays back at Wolves? No. Oh, Chris. Oh, okay.
4: Only if Kilman goes out.
5: Because okay. Yeah.
4: And I know that's a an odd scenario between Dawson and and Cody. Would not be a lot of speed back there, but. Just <laughs> for about
0: it. that would have that they would have to be three at the back if it was dawson and cody back there
6: <laughs> brutal to think about
0: yeah
6: but i mean like would it be the worst thing if we went back to a three at the back i know that that sort of <laughs> depends on a lot of things like maybe lopategui leaving but like among the at least the wolves twitter fan base Three at the back became like code for just like playing defensive, but there are plenty of teams that play attacking football and play three at the back. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You just have your guys act more like wingers than wingbacks. there you go. That being
6: said, I'm not that interested in Connor Cody coming back.
0: <laughs> All right. Joining us a little late, but better late than never. Right. David Kopi?
8: That's what I always like to say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Chris, did you have a fun time hanging out with David over in uh,
3: England?
5: Yes, I yes I I did. We actually uh flew on the same plane going over. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. hey Chris. Cuz I get they had to meet meet me in Newark cuz I was flying from Columbus and then like, well, our flight was an hour late leaving. So I'm like, well, eh, it makes our jet, jet 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 lag not so bad. There you go. Yeah. There you go.
0: All right, guys. Well, I feel like we've all said some of our favorite players are leaving. So it's time for us to give a goodbye speech to our favorite player who we think is not going to be here next year. Uh, I wrote it as a letter. Some of you may, some of you just may be off the cuff, but I'll go ahead and start off. I think we know where, uh, where I'm going to start guys. Dear Adama. It was in 2017 when my love for you first blossomed. I was playing as Wolves in FIFA and was in awe of the winger from Middlesbrough who I couldn't stop. Once I scouted you, I immediately signed you and absolutely dominated the competition. Now imagine my joy when you signed with Wolves. It was a day of celebration and officially made me choose Wolves as my club. Watching you live has been more entertaining than a video game. I ran around the house cheering when you knocked off Man City on the road in 2019. I yelled the Dometine motherfuckers at the West Ham fans when you delivered a perfect cross to Raul in 2020. When you delivered the jump kick goal against Tottenham this season, I felt that you had saved us from relegation. Through it all, I've always defended you against the haters. I know if you had the in-game people wished you did, you'd be a top 10 player in the world and would have been long gone from Wolves by now. No matter where you go in the career, you will always be my favorite Wolf. Thank you for the memories and helping lead me to my support of wolves, the greatest, most frustrating and painful club in the world. In love, Josh. Paul, who are you going
1: to say goodbye to? Oh, I'm getting claps. Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> You've put a tremendous amount of work into that than than I have to mine to show. I didn't know how to do homework. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, I will give mine to uh, my letter will be to Raul and it will be on the uh, the the gist will be the best striker to wear the old golden black since Bully. You will be recognized as a legend for your contributions over the, the course of that seat like the seasons that you've been with us and most importantly you managed to keep your name within four letters and the number nine so that <laughs> justified getting your name and number on the back of my jersey so thank you Raul all right Brian
3: who are you saying goodbye to I too would like to write mine to Adama. It will not be nearly as eloquent as yours, Um, (laughs) but I'll probably start with very similar to you. Adama brought me to EPL, brought me to Wolves. Uh, I started following in 2019 and was literally just looking at different teams. And all of a sudden I saw a picture of Adama and I was like what what is what is this and I needed to see more and the more I watched the more I enjoyed it and now as my fandom has grown and I'm working tirelessly to indoctrinate my son he's Adama is his favorite player too because he says he looks like a wrestler and it makes him very mad that the other players are not nice to him because he's so big and strong (laughs) and that even though they're not nice to him, that he would be nice to them because he's a very nice man and that he would be nice to all of us because he is wonderful. And Adama, you put baby oil on my heart. (laughs) Love it. Love it. I know who Chris
0: Fisher is going to write his goodbye letter to.
4: Dear Adama Triori, yes, uh, I actually made a video and edited together a video when he left for Barcelona. It broke my heart tremendously. Um, Like, you know, Brian was just talking about the fact of Premier League soccer was the first thing that came back after COVID. And I found myself working from home at the time and just turning on the television and seeing him and the way that he played the game, like an American football player out there, and he was misunderstood. I think a lot of people over there can't, Quite compliment how much of a fan base Adama Traori has here in the States. And mm-hmm. I wish they only recognized what a unique player that he is. I wrote his ferocity, his power, and his ability to piss off Pep. He uses more lube than Jenna Jameson and keeps us at the edge of our seat more so than a Stripper. <laughs> um, if I had our bills, I would stuff it on him, but uh, it would probably slip right off. <laughs> but uh I love that 3 up son of a bitch and uh I'm gonna miss him tremendously. I feel like these
0: have to get to Adama. I'm convinced of the state.
6: When you guys sort out the uh American Wolves player of the year, you know, and get a, a gold cowboy hat or whatever, I think he's gotta retroactively get one.
4: Oh, absolutely.
0: I, I, I would be good with that. Him and
6: Raul probably together.
0: Yeah. yeah. Chris Wood. I have a feeling you're going with our captain.
5: Actually, no, I'm not. I'm going oh. with Ruben Neves. Well, that's why the, oh, <laughs> the greatest goal of oh, the greatest goal I have ever seen Wolves ever kick was the one against Derby County. I literally almost threw my iPad through my TV because I was doing the uh the uh match day thread. I was like, oh my god, I have to record this, and I went back and recorded it off off of my phone, but. Ruben, we will always have that day in April where you kick the damn shit out of that damn ball. But I remember waking up, actually, when he signed, like they had just released the away kit and said, hey, one more thing. There's Ruben Neves. I'm like, oh, my God, he's actually coming. But I'm happy he's played for our club for those six years. I'm like, smile because it happened. I like it. Goodbye, Ruben. Danny?
6: I'm going to go out of left field again. Uh, and I'm going to say goodbye to to Johnny Otto. Oh, okay. It hasn't been great the last year or so, but uh, before his double injuries, you know, he was arguably one of the better left backs in the entire league. Um, those first two years, people didn't really dare to come down our... Uh, down their right side, our left, uh, and it worked out because we basically had Willie Bali playing out on the the right, and Matt Doherty could just play as a winger. But <laughs> but, uh, but Johnny, an underrated player of the Nuno era, who just never turned into subpar performance, and even when he came back um, initially under Bruno Lodge, you know that Watford game where we somehow managed to score four goals. He was he was playing some champagne football out there. I remember he, <laughs> you know, it looked like he was back to his best. It's sad that it didn't work out, but uh, but a huge part of the squad that got into the Europa League and all the way to the quarterfinals. So uh, I'll I'll miss Johnny for what what he brought us during that time. It's too bad that it's uh, ended the way it has, but you know I, I think he can hold his head high at his time at Wolves.
0: Todd, who are you saying goodbye to?
7: Yeah oh i'm gonna say goodbye to matinho just that five foot seven of football in heaven one of the classiest players to ever put on a wolves kit and like since i've been a fan just watching him in midfield seeing passes that no one else does dictating play um it hasn't ended i think how we all hoped but man just what a great footballer i'm gonna miss him a ton
2: Alex, you have a letter prepared? I do. I do my homework. Dear Ruben, I've been dreading this day for a number of years now. And after a premature tearful send off a year ago, sadly, this time it seems more real. Watching you grow up, become the club's captain, raise a family and grow one of the most impressive heads of hair (laughs) in a sport populated almost (laughs) exclusively with well-groomed men has been the pleasure of my English football watching life. The biggest competitions and most important matches are what you deserve and what you've earned with memorable goal after memorable goal and long range inch perfect passes that would have resulted in impressive assist numbers if not for this club being completely allergic to end product. I look forward to seeing that lion's mane glisten under the lights as the Champions League anthem rings through a 70,000 seat stadium that will break my heart because it will not be an old golden black, but promise us it will be the Champions League anthem. Otherwise, I take back everything I said and I look <laughs> forward to you leading our run to the Conference League. Have a wonderful <laughs> summer. Until we meet again, with love and serious hair envy, Alex. <laughs> love it. <laughs> love
0: it.
8: <laughs> Bravo. Wow. Bravo. All right, Kopi. I don't think I can follow that. Um, <laughs> I think mine goes to Raul. Um, you know, just epitomizes the the... The fantastic first few years in the Premier League, cruelly cut down in his prime, um, you know, and that that partnership that he put up with with Adama for those few months where you, you, you knew we could beat anybody. Um, a, a slight confession, in, in all my decades of supporting Wolves and the many dozens of shirts that I bought, I never, ever had a name on the back until the Mexico shirt came out. So he will be forever the first player whose name I ever put on the back of a Wolf shirt. Closely followed by Ruben Nevers um, uh, in the uh, the Portugal shirt. And my wife got Moutinho. So there are three Wolf shirts with names on the back. Well, actually four now in New York from last weekend. Um, and just to wrap it up on Raul, just seeing him walk in front of the North Bank last week with tears in his eyes, just uh, cements him as, uh, like you said, Paula, he's... He's a legend. Uh, he always will be.
0: That was great, guys. I feel like this is a nice little emotional release for us as we come to the end of what was a great Wolves era. and Hopefully, it'll turn out to be good again. Well, let's look at the predictions for the season. Uh, Paul, these were pretty ugly, and it didn't stop this last week. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Paul, the uh, you finished in last place. I'm sorry. You only had 18 points over the season in 39 episodes. I wasn't that far ahead. I had 23 points. Alex, you finished in second, 24 points. Late little comeback there. Thanks to your uh, 1-1 draw against Everton. And guys, you're our guest. The guest spot is the one that won. So congratulations. Did you did it. Now, here's, here's what's cool. Our good friend from Houston Wolves, Mike, Michael Moser, he is going to give a prize to the winner of the predictions. Now then, since the guest won, we kind of have to, you know, do a little random selection here. I will say that, Danny, you had seven points on seven games predicted. Uh, might have
6: had the most opportunities also. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Brian, you got four points on four games predicted. Teddy Ely, five points on three games predicted. And Todd, you got four points on three games predicted. Uh, David and Chris Fisher, you guys sucked like us. You didn't get anything. (laughs) (laughs) So I am going to do – oh, and Alex Winter as well. Alex Winter um, ended up with four points. So, guys, I have this random wheel right now on my – On my screen that I'm ready to spin, and it will say who is gonna be the winner of those six people. So here we go. It's spinning, spinning, spinning. And it's Todd. Todd. Uh, You
6: win. Well deserved.
0: So we will get your address, and Michael Moser is sending you an awesome prize, which I think you will like.
7: What what is it?
0: It is a picture of Molyneux. Is it
7: gonna be a surprise? It's a oh, picture of Molyneux. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's like a oh. of Molyneux. It looks pretty cool. So thank you to that's Michael really Moser cool. for that. Yeah, yeah.
7: <laughs> yeah. So that's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So congratulations. You guys did great though. Way better than me and Paul. Uh <laughs> Paul, I mean, what do you have to say for yourself?
1: Uh, I think I'm I'm being placed on the transfer list, at, at least. <laughs> Might might have to go to Copacabana Beach with Costa just for the shame of it.
8: Will you be doing predictions for PSV next year?
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, right. Well, Brian, who all's coming to visit you for this 7-on-7 tournament?
3: Definitely David. We've been uh, texting him the last couple days, yeah. Uh, Yeah. We're actually going to get some plans to try and get a uh, a meetup arranged uh where you have a unofficial meetup pub called the crosstown pub in Cary, north carolina so we're trying to come up with everyone's going to meet uh david you've been of with some other folks where is it philly wolves has come
8: in who else yeah eric from philly wolves um i think i think alex from florida he's in the group uh i assume mm-hmm. that means he's coming um and i've seen a few other people uh whose names i don't recognize in the facebook group say they're coming so yeah i'm expecting uh Hoping for good things, the the organizers say that a thousand people listed Wolves as their uh, their oh, main no. team, so uh, that would be cool.
6: It's because of that Patrick Cutrone who's showing up.
0: <laughs> I was about yeah. to say who's going <laughs> to boo Patrick Cutrone.
3: <laughs>
6: oh, that's so good. Seriously, he's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's coming. His his club, team. his Serie B club, is is there Como. Oh, <laughs> oh that's right. And he's actually playing I'm, there. Yeah.
8: I'm saving my biggest booze for Matt Jarvis. He should not be playing in the purple yes. of West Ham. He should not be dressed like Barney the dinosaur. He should be in the gold and black. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Whoa, whoa, we'll one... just have just we'll
5: just have Stearman two 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 foot him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go.
0: Okay, guys. Well, right before we wrap up the season here, I want one blazing hot take for the summer before the season finale uh, or the season premiere of season four, A Whole Lot of Wolves. What's one thing that you think is going to happen involving Wolves? Paul? New investment. Ooh. Okay, I like it. Brian?
3: The new jerseys will actually be gold and not yellow. Okay. Amen.
0: Yeah. Chris Fisher.
4: We will have a new manager. Uh, and will be be leaving.
0: I, I hate to agree with
5: you, but I think I do. Chris Wood. I think we'll have a random signing way out of left field.
8: Mm.
5: Well, at least give us a name or something. I couldn't tell you, but it's just going to be one of those <laughs> ones. That I'm like, wait a minute. We don't have any money. Yeah, we got somebody of that caliber okay so it'd be like a high quality person or oh, yeah, it'd be yeah, like yeah, a Fabio yeah, yeah. which is like where did this come from no it won't be a Fabio it'd be, it'd be like uh John Tino when, when we got him
0: okay I like that Danny
6: this Wolves will we'll sign an American player
0: Ooh. <laughs> which one
6: I'll take anyone at this
0: point. <laughs> I've got a whole
6: spreadsheet of them. <laughs> I mean, Leeds is Leeds
0: is going down the championship. There's a whole bunch of them available now.
6: It was just reported today that Brendan Aronson has a release clause.
4: He was also voted the worst player in the Premier League this season. Really? I also know that <laughs> statistically, statistically, statistically. Yeah. Statistically, <laughs> worst player in the Premier League this season.
1: <laughs> Apart from when he played us in the first game of the season. I know, he, where he a, looked fire, electric. Yeah. That's that's the
6: that's the caveat every single time. Yeah. When I'm talking <laughs> to my friends when we're watching a game, it's like, oh my god, Leeds are so shit this season. Except the two games they played us. They were great. Then.
8: <laughs> oh, then they
0: bragged
7: about it. Todd. Uh my Foson Cell. Ooh, Oof. sell wow. wow wow if we're gonna go blazing if, if we're going blazing hot there's my blazing hot take That's a i blazing. think this lack of investment is an indication that they're getting ready to sell
0: Ooh. wow that would be interesting that may per- prompt an emergency uh podcast meeting paul
1: yeah, we'll we'll be on standby listeners just in case <laughs> the current shit show that's going on for sure. If Ted Lasso
0: has the Diamond Dogs, what would we be? The Howling Wolves? <laughs>
8: <laughs> <laughs> Kobe, what's your blazing hot take? I'm going to pull one completely out of left field that is going to be crazier than anything anybody has said so far. I predict that between now and the beginning of the season, Howard Webb will not apologize to us. <laughs> <laughs> um, Insane, I know. <laughs> I
3: saw Andre Mariner finally
8: retired. So maybe...
6: One actually like
8: next year. I, I, I'm I, serious. I'm just bracing myself for what the hot news is going to be. I'm kind of... I. I i'm like hiding behind my fingers when i look at my phone every morning and what news is coming in i i just i i might have to unsubscribe from all news groups i'm not that i'm negative about anything but it's like i will not be getting on all new mix i think yeah
0: paul i almost forgot i almost forgot to do the uh vote for wolves player of the season where we talked about the cowboy hat and everything and then i I nearly spaced out and forgot it paul who's your player of the season neves neves okay <laughs> yeah alex who's your player of the season
5: uh
2: yeah it's that. that's the only answer as far as i'm concerned
0: okay and what's your
2: blazing hot take all right so i i think there will be a title sponsor to molyneux Ooh. Ooh. I can see
8: Kopi's head just like nearly about to explode. You know what? No, actually, I was just reading on Twitter. There was, I think it was Twitter or Facebook. um, Somebody asked that question, how if if we could get Molyneux sponsored and it would ease the FFP restrictions, what does everyone think? And everyone's like, yeah, screw it. We're going to call it Molyneux no matter what what the name on the top is. So, yeah, do it. (laughs) I was just reading that like an hour ago. Unlike
0: those Wrexham fans who were complaining about the uh, stadium getting a sponsor, it's like, y'all are Wrexham. Like, shut up. (laughs) Brian, who's your player of the year? It's got to be Neves. Neves. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be Chris Fisher.
4: Craig Dawson. Just coming in, saving that back line and, you know, all the clean sheets and the wins at home, what he's meant, I, I make him the player of the year.
0: Okay. Chris Wood. Dawson. Mm-hmm. Which I'll make this interesting here because Dawson was my pick as well. Oh. So Sometimes
8: we're down great.
0: to Todd and David. Todd, who's your pick? And Danny. I almost forgot you, Danny. <laughs> Todd?
7: Yeah. Man. Um, shoot. I would say Dawson. Dawson. Ooh. <sighs> Okay, Kopi,
8: Neves, just Neves. to send him off with Player of the Season as he probably leaves. Good shares on Dawson though, in terms and of I... who made the difference in keeping us up. Mm-hmm. I think this is fitting. You can argue it's Dawson more than Neves. Yeah, Neves. I think
0: me. I think it's fitting here that Danny is the tiebreaker vote. <laughs> you
7: don't want to give. <laughs>
6: and he's gonna say costa, I was gonna now, say the Pop, costa or if you, you want to talk about yeah. the one who had the most effect on us staying up you know mm-hmm. if you take away daniel podenza's goals from our season <laughs> we are in the relegation zone you're a bigger shithouse than him <laughs> no but the obvious answer it is nevez Anybody who said otherwise, you're deluding yourself. It's Nevis.
4: <laughs> Why can't it be Costa? Leadership in the back, you know?
7: Barbecues. Yeah. Barbecues. Yeah. Barbecues. Barbecues. Great. Yeah. Great Instagram.
0: <laughs> so Ruben Nevis, Paul, is the whole lot of Wolves season three player of the year. Congrats. Mm. I'm sure that's he's so glad about that honor that's that's gonna be the one that really <laughs> keeps him in wolverhampton
6: <laughs> let me get to that cowboy hat oh yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: cowboy hat and a gift card to nando's
8: <laughs> Did
1: y'all hear that that
0: was a big lightning outside my house okay better get this wrapped up before the power goes out all right guys start off going in order again tell them how to get a hold of you guys start with you brian
3: uh, Brian 8 on Twitter and at Wolf Charlotte
4: Fisher, it's finally back next week at Chris Fisher 07. The hackers are retreating. I'm getting my account back and my thousands of followers. Woo. Had to go through the black market, but possibilities are <laughs> there.
0: Boy, this has been like almost a year in the making, quite impressive. <laughs> <Telling>. <laughs>
5: Chris Wood. All right. Old Chris Wood on Facebook and then at WWFC Ohio on Twitter. And then you can also find me on Wolves USA on Facebook too. Yep. He is everywhere.
6: Hey, Danny. You can find me at Baltimore Wolves on Twitter for all of your spreadsheet needs. (laughs) Uh, I'm constantly updating my U.S. Men's National Team to Wolves Spreadsheet. Uh, We'll be keeping an eye on the under 20s who are uh, currently playing in the World Cup. And I'm looking forward very much to uh, starting my U.S. women's national team to Wolves women as soon as the uh, relative levels of those sort of be (laughs) down. But someday I'm very hopeful it will happen.
7: I like it. I like it. Hey, Todd. Yeah uh danny real quick would you take uh luna
6: at wolves sure why not okay great.
7: (laughs) doing some work down there in argentina uh yeah you can find me at on twitter at t-o-d-e-w-i-t-t i'm oh i'm sort of on sort of not depends on how school is going
6: he's too busy hanging out you know it's todd because he has a (laughs)
0: donut for one of the o's
7: that's (laughs) true uh canada was fun fyi danny good good canada Canada
3: is fun
7: (laughs) david
8: i am wolves dave at um twitter facebook and instagram i believe okay awesome as you can tell i use instagram a lot
2: (laughs) and alex you have to give a shout out for your personal stuff too yeah, uh, at Alex Patakis on Twitter um, is where you can find me um, at WOW pod, of course, for the for the show's Twitter handle. Um, and I'm on Facebook. I think I'm on a Facebook group somewhere. Uh, <laughs> Wolves USA, perhaps. New York Wolves. Yeah, in New York Wolves. And come see us at McHale's. I, I, you know, I had a rough end of the season. I, uh, I was like eight nori um a lot of appearances (laughs) early and then after christmas not many appearances at all but uh, i'm looking forward to um getting back into the groove with those guys next season
4: just don't shave your head yeah (laughs) i
2: I was i could probably grow something closer to his afro um with my texture so maybe i'll do that i hope so
0: (laughs) all right paul put a bow on the season
1: It is. We wait with anticipation about what this close season can bring. Hopefully some stability sooner rather than later and we see what happens. But thank you listeners for making this all happen again. It wouldn't be possible finishing a third season, going into a fourth without your listenership. It wouldn't be possible for the guests that are on this show and those that have joined us throughout the season each week we appreciate the time and the insight that they have provided hope you all have the most wonderful of summers and in everything that you do up the mighty Wolverhampton Wanderers Ow.